0: Here. That's right, that's right, that's right. It's your boy DJ Biggie here. Oh, man. What a oh, week. Let me set out to shout first before I start this lovely podcast. Uh, let me send out to the people out in the UK with their podcasts. As well as I want to send a special shout-out to my peoples over there at 83 Weeks. someone to wrestle with. As well as... Um, what you'll call it. Some, um, something to wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard, As well as. I want to send a special shout out to my. My buddy. My bro. Sunny Spoons 420 If you have not heard his podcast. The black man who kicked the hornet's nest. I recommend you listen to it. It's now up on Spotify. As you see. I If you already know how we are during our podcast. You know how his crazy mind goes everywhere. I recommend you take a listen and listen to his podcast, you know? And also, let me send a shout-out to Jeev horps Corp for your essential, you know, smoking supplies and stuff like that. So, yeah, let's get to it, peoples. Um, WrestleMania. It happened. WrestleMania. It's in the books. Right now, we're going to... St- I say, when WrestleMania season is over, I always say, let's get straight to um the new year. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's get straight to the new year. You know what I mean? Because now that it's done and over with, now all of a sudden we can start by um, getting ready to start a new year in wrestling. Because WrestleMania to me is now, <coughs> every single time WrestleMania comes, it's a new year. Right, it's done. It open. It's like the Super Bowl. You know what I mean. You gotta get ready for next year. Exactly what it is. So now, the year is done for twenty nineteen. Whatever you want to call it for wrestling world. Now we gotta focus on twenty nineteen moving to twenty twenty. You know, so so next year's WrestleMania. So yeah, that's just how I think of wrestling in WWE. So yeah, don't mind me if I'm talking out of my ass because this is how I think about it. Because right now, I'm really upset how uh, WrestleMania ended and it should have been a better show. But i want to give my results and my feedback on the show. So I already posted up about before on my favorite WrestleManias. But this is right here. I'm going to talk about the results of WrestleMania as well as I want to talk about a little bit of the Hall of Fame, as well as um, what's called the ROH New Japan Show that happened the day of the Hall of Fame in New York City, the first non WWE show in Madison Square Garden. So, I'll give that feedback, but let's go straight to it. Um, WrestleMania. All right. Let me start off with the uh, two battle royals. This is right here what pissed me off. The two battle royals. Because seriously, the two battle royals was something that should have been done. You know what I mean? In a better way. You know, as I mentioned before, that they should at least put the two battle royals in like, let's say, winner will get a future title match at WrestleMania of the champion of his choosing. Same thing with the female. Like that. Big match at SummerSlam. You know what I mean? But anyways. Let me start off with the women's title. I mean the women's battle world. Sorry. Um, I was upset because. Huh, Charlotte Flair defeated Asuka. And took Asuka's title. Alright. I like Asuka. Asuka's a phenomenal wrestler. Not to like knock down Charlotte Flair. She's a good wrestler herself. You know what I mean? Father of the legendary Ric Flair. You know, the whole shebang. But I will tell you one thing. I was really, really upset that Asuka lost. And then they put her in a match. Like the Battle Royal. You know what I mean? That doesn't really mean anything at all. All right? They could change the name to a million things. But it still ain't going to mean nothing. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, she's in there. She didn't win. Carmella wins. Carmella wins. You know what I mean? Asuka loses. The thing about this. I'm upset because they could have easily put Asuka in the, you know, title picture. Because she would have actually... You know, with her move set in that match would have been great because she would have actually done like some good stuff, and you know, to see a matchup with the likes of um, Ronda Rousey, I would have liked it. You know what I mean? You know, put those two for a few minutes to head to head, and but then it never happened. That never happened, and I was so upset about it because then we get to this where. Asuka loses, and she was just a champion a week ago, and then all of a sudden, she's doing like this Battle pre- um pre-show. I'm like, I'm upset because she didn't deserve she didn't deserve that at all. She did not deserve it. I just mentioned that she should have been in the main event herself. You know what I mean? But the creative team in WWE needs to get better. Hopefully, now that Bruce Prichard is over there, that the creative team gets so much better. Because seriously, it sucks. It sucks. And if I was Asuka in that situation, I would have left. I would, I would quit WWE and go to AEW. Because seriously, I did not like the fact how they treated Asuka in this situation at all. And it's like to me, disgraceful. And it left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm sorry, but you shouldn't do that to a person that, you know... Has did a great job at NXT. Made it to the main roster. Last year she had a great match. With. um With Charlotte Flair. Yeah she was undefeated. You know until she got to WrestleMania. And of course Charlotte Flair had to. Beat her. You know what I mean to get her that title. You know what I mean but they put a five star match. You know. I would have thought the same thing again. When they would have put the five star match with. Oscar in the picture. Nope. That didn't happen at all. Now, let me move straight to the men's battle royale. Disappointing. Disappointing. The two stars of SNL were there. You know what I mean? They hit onto the ring. A bunch of wrestlers eliminated a bunch of wrestlers. The man that was still standing was Braun Strowman. We all, we all knew that was going to happen. SNL characters. Yeah, I call them characters because they are. Characters came out and they tried to eliminate Braun Strowman. That didn't go so well for them. And then from right there, I think one of them eliminated themselves. And the other one got eliminated by Braun Strowman. I don't know how it worked. But anyways, I wasn't really paying attention to that match because it just sucked. Then Braun Strowman, of course, wins. You know, I thought there was going to be like a somebody special coming out. And, um... You know, take on Braun Strowman. Nope, not at all. That's exactly what happened, and it sucked. It freaking, freaking sucked. Oh, man. Anyways, let's get now to the main card. Oh, man. So, oh, also as well, another thing before the main card. Let me get back to it. The 205 Cruiserweight Championship belt. Tony Neese defeated Buddy Murphy. I was happy about that one. You know what I mean? Because Buddy Murphy, great wrestler. You know what I mean? Um, he was part of a tag team in NXT. But then now he's in um, 205 Live. And um, he's doing his thing over there. But it was good to finally see him lose a title. And to actually they give the title to Tony Nese. So uh, shout outs to Tony he's doing his thing. But the match was okay. I liked it. You know what I mean? It was better than the Battle Royals, to be honest with you. So, yeah, that was actually pretty cool to see that. But also, um, let's get to the main card here. All right, let's get to the main card. Oh, man. All right. So, in the main card here, the first thing we have here is... um, I'm going to probably... I'm going to talk about it like crazy because seriously... I'm at the... I'm right now, I can't go back to him in car. I have to go to, to the pre-show still. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm everywhere, folks. I apologize this morning. Yeah, I'm doing this in the morning. So, yeah, I apologize. Oh, man. My mind is still not woken up since the podcast that I had last week with Sunny. Spoon. Um, last night with Sonny Spoon. Sorry. I apologize. But anyways. All right. Right here... Still in the pre-show. Still going to go pre-show. There was a Raw Tag Team Championships. That was Zack Ryder and Curt Hawkins. WrestleMania moment again for Zack Ryder. You know what I mean? Fucking... Uh, excuse my language. Curt Hawkins finally defeated his... Um, finally got a win after losing for so damn much. All right. I really didn't care about this match either. I was more upset that the rival should at least just, you know, call it quits after this one. Let After letting Zack Ryder and Curt Hawkins win... You know what I mean? Ray talked the men's battle royal. We talked about that. Now I can finally get to the main card. <sighs> the main card here, folks. The main card. We get to the universal championship match. I couldn't believe that this match was the first match of the main card. Like the main you know the main card. Not the our if this is gonna be the the start of it, the universal match. I would it have been like, wouldn't you just have put that match in the pre-show? You know what I mean? It happened so fast that I was like, oh my God. So, Brock Lesnar attacks, Seth Rollins outside, blah, blah, blah things. Next thing you know, all of a sudden, Seth Rollins, they get inside the ring. Quick low blow, low blow. Three curb stomps later, Seth Rollins is the new champion. I think it was less than two minutes he defeated Brock Lesnar. Um we all know and hate and love Brock Lesnar with his heel character that he has put in WWE. And um, for him himself to go out in this way, to me, I was like, oh my God, this guy just got beat less than two minutes. This is horrible. So I was like, damn. So then from right there, I see that, and I'm almost like, okay. If he got beat that fast, then... What else is going to happen because this show is going to suck. This is how I felt when I saw that because I thought Brock Lesnar would have brought Seth Rollins to Suplex City. Not at all. He didn't even bring him to Suplex City. He pretty much got defeated in less than two minutes. All right. So we all see this happening. I have mentioned before that WWE is taking SmackDown to Fox this fall. All right. And also, um, Brock Lesnar has dropped massive amount of weight because all I've seen and heard is rumor in the window that Brock Lesnar might be going to UFC. All right. And if he does go back to UFC, I think he's going to fight Daniel Cormier for the heavyweight title over there. I do not know. This is probably the rumors. I do not know if it will happen. Because Brock Lesnar wants to go back to UFC. But to lose in that sort of fashion. After he already did some great matches already. In the rest, past WrestleManias. Like defeating Undertaker. And making Undertaker lose his streak. And the battle that he had with Triple H. As well as Roman Reigns. And stuff like that. This is the second time Seth Rollins defeated Brock Lesnar. Because yeah, you have remember. Seth Rollins defeated Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. To cash his um, money in the bank. That was like the best wrestling that I've seen in years to, years to come for a long time. So, to see Seth Rollins defeat Brock Lesnar less than two minutes to me, I think it was less than two minutes, I started laughing because damn, Brock, you literally left WWE in that type of way. You're leaving that type of way. But we do not know yet because I just mentioned that SmackDown is moving to the fall and they might put Brock Lesnar over there during the shakeup. But it's kind of pointless if that will happen because the schedule that Brock Lesnar, you know, gives WWE and WWE fans sucks. You know, the fans are upset that they don't want to see him become, for example, universal champion and not show up every week, you know, make an appearance, defend it. You know what I mean? We need fighting champions. That's what I, I like to see is a fighting champion to go out there every single week and, you know, Defender title, when this comes tied to it, or wrestle. Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar has not wrestled a Raw, all right, or SmackDown at all. All he has done is wrestle big marquee pay-per-views. That's it. That's it. He has not done nothing else besides that. And that's what really gets me and the fans upset that he's not there showing off. So, for him getting defeated by Seth Rollins, next thing you know from right there, now, you're not going to see Brock Lesnar for a while now, but you will see a fighting champion every week. So, with the superstar shakeup, let's see what happens. Will the Universal side will stay on Raw? Or will it go to SmackDown? Vice versa, we switch around. But anyways, Seth Rollins' new... Universal Champion. Alright. Let's go to match number two. AJ Styles defeated Randy Orton. I would have... I thought this match would have been better. You know what I mean? It... was okay. I thought that they would have put more of a great match between the two of them because... Just a different path that these two actually took in their wrestling careers. You know what I mean? I was so, so, so upset that it wasn't as good as I was, um, you know, mentioning before during the podcast that it was going to actually be a great, great thing. It was okay. You know what I mean? AJ Styles did his thing. He defeated Randy Orton. And then from right there, we get, um, you know, AJ Styles gets injured afterwards. You know what I mean? So what is left for AJ Styles to do? You know what I mean? After this situation. um, I think between the two of them. I think right now AJ Styles should take his talents. And hopefully he gets switched over to Raw. You know what I mean? Randy Orton. He has accomplished a lot in WWE. I don't think there's nothing left for him to actually do. Excuse me actually do so from right there I think he should just um go on with the sunset and you know take a different role at the moment because right now he has nothing else to do you know what I mean or they continue the rivalry because it would have been good if it, this, it could be good that they continue the rivalry you know what I mean and then pretty much make up the match that they did at Wrestlemania you know that's just my take in it but I think the match today could have been better now let's get to the SmackDown Tag mm-hmm. Team Championship. Mm-hmm. The Fatal 4-Way. The Fatal 4-Way happened because the Usos were part of uh, a Gauntlet Tag Team match on SmackDown mm-hmm. to act, well, against um, the New Day. and The New Day had to defeat tag teams for their um, other New Day members to get a title match with Daniel Bryan. So when the Gauntlet match was happening, Usos come out. And they surrender their match to the New Day. You know what I mean? So, um, at the time, I think it was I don't know. Who, anyways, the Powers That Be pretty much put a fatal four-way um, for the tag team titles for the, with the Usos in it. So the Usos defeated the Bar, Shinsuke Nakamura, Rusev, Alistair Black, and Ricochet. You know what I mean? I thought Ricochet and Oxlar Black would have won the titles. You know what I mean? But they didn't. You know? But the Uso defeated, and the Uso stood on top of the tag team, you know, division on SmackDown. So they did their thing. I was happy to see the Usos still stay on top. It's one of my favorite tag teams that have come along a long way. You know what I mean? She had the Uso. Uh. False count anywhere match. Shane McMahon versus The Miz. I thought it would have been more acrobatic on this one. You know what I mean? Because you know how Shane McMahon gets down when it comes to these um big, big matches. But eventually, nope. Not at all. This match right here. It was good. You know what I mean? Shane McMahon attacks The Miz's father again. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing because it was like, God. They must have been paying this guy X amount of dollars just to get his ass whooped, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I know he must have got paid a nice little thing, a chunk of change to get his little old man ass beat up. But, anyways, I'm just gonna get straight to the point. Miz, afterwards, after him getting, seeing his dad getting beat up, he goes crazy. I text Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon and him battle outside because you gotta remember, the match is false count anywhere. So, WrestleMania it has always been, like, in big venues. You know what I mean? The, this, was how, this was at the MetLife Stadium in New York. And then from right there, mm-hmm. there was a... What you call it? There was a... What you There was, like, a... I don't know. A, I'd say, like, a like a big bar or something, I don't know, I don't know, I was like a metal shaft, I don't know what you want to call it, but they climbed it up, like a ladder, alright, they climbed it up like a ladder, okay, they climbed up this big ass thing, that's all I'm saying like that, that's what I'm saying all i know. but anyways, Miz attempts to do a superplex, he superplexed Shane McMahon, and then from right there, for some more hell of a reason, Shane McMahon ends up getting the win, I don't know how he did it, but he pinned Shane McMahon, I mean, Shane McMahon pinned um, The Miz and won the match. (laughs) That is crazy. All right? But anyways, I'm moving on to the other one because that match wasn't that great. We get here. The WWE Women's Tag Team Championship Fatal 4-Way match. The Arconics. The Boston Hug Connection. Beth Phoenix. Natalya. Nia Jax. And... Yeah, Beth, Phoenix, Natalia, Nia Jax, and Tamina. Alright. I thought that Beth Phoenix and um Natalia would have won because, you know, then the night before was the Hall of Fame and the The Hart Foundation got inducted to the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? That was the tag team of Brett the Hitman Heart and Natalia's Dad the great late Jim, the animal, Nighart, I thought that we going to actually, you know, since they got done to the hall of fame the night before, I thought that WWE would actually, you know, give them a rub and let them become, you know, tag women's tag team champions. So at this moment, I already, um, seeing that Beth Phoenix came back and wrestle, you know what I mean? She is the mother of um two beautiful kids, you know what I mean? And she's married to Edge, you know, so Edge and her, you know what I mean, had their wrestling careers already up in the works. But eventually, I guess now Edge is taking more of like a laid back role and let like, hey, how about you go back and wrestle for a little bit? So that's exactly how I looked that looked that, you know what I mean? So, but anyways, they didn't win. They did not win the match at all. I was so proud to see the Iconics win that match. You know what I mean? Two best friends that started their careers together in Australia and did a thing at NXT and then come to WWE's main roster. You know what I mean? And then finally won the big one at WrestleMania and it was their first WrestleMania too. That is crazy. I was like, damn, good job. So, shout out to the Iconics. Good match. I'm so proud of those girls. I was like, happy. I I was so excited. As a fan, I was excited to see that they took it that way. Now, let's go to the WWE Championship match. The Vegan Hero. Daniel Bryan Kofi mania All right, let's see here Kofi Kingston All right Defeated Daniel Bryan finally he got his WrestleMania 11 years in the making and stuff like that as well so I was under a controversy with, again, with Sunny Spoons 420 on our, on our Anthony Nathan podcast that Kofi Kingston made history becoming the first African-American champion. But at the same time, too, I got to disagree. Because, you know what? You had other wrestlers in there like The Rock himself that's actually half African-American and Simone as well. But the thing is, when I look at it, if you're saying that this is history, that Kofi Kingston is the first African American champion to win the big one, I will say false because The Rock was one of the first ones, and who knows? And maybe in the wrestling lineage, there was actually more other African American wrestlers. But I, where I've seen, there hasn't been. But to say that Kofi Kingston is the first one, I think The Rock was. But anyways. It can go either way if anybody wants to think about it outside the box or anywhere they want to think in the box. But anyways, Kofi Kingston won the match. We already knew that the match was going to go to Kofi Kingston anyways. You know what I mean? Because it was almost the same way that Daniel Bryan was actually getting played when he was actually doing the Yes Move it thing. And how he they were saying that he was a B-plus player. And I remember that WrestleMania where... He had to defeat Triple H the first match, and then from right there, he had to go against Batista and Randy Orton. It was almost the same thing, too, that Kofi Kingston had to um, pretty much prove his point, being there for 11 years, and deal with the powers that be, like Mr. McMahon. And then, finally, after doing all these big matches, he finally got his WrestleMania moment and defeated Daniel Bryan. Will Kofi Kingston be a champion for a long years to come? I do not know. I do not know how it's going to happen. Like I already said that the superstar shakeup is coming up and it will be good to see. I would like to see the WWE Championship belt move to SmackDown. I mean, move from SmackDown to Raw and the Universal title move to SmackDown. You know what I mean? So give Raw a brand new fresh start, you know, because Raw has been the household name for a long time, but I always been a fan of the team blue and SmackDown has always been, to me, a good show and always had great matches, great stuff in there. Right now, Raw has been down in the swamp. So to give it a fresh start after this Superstar shakeup, let's see Kofi Kingston move to Raw and from him to do his thing over there at Raw. So that being said, shout out to Kofi Kingston to doing this thing, becoming champion. Now, we get here, United States Championship match. This match sucked. This match sucked. And what I mean it sucked was, I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean it in a very, very, very horrible way. It sucked. Because I thought that Ray Mysterio would have put a wrestling clinic on Samoa Joe. Being the veteran that he is. The legend that he is. And to go out the way he did. Oh, man. I thought that after the match. That I would have saw that. You know. Samoa Joe would have actually got, you know, after he defeated Rey Mysterio, that somebody else would have came out, you know? But that didn't happen. Less than like a second, two minutes, uh, it was so fast, all right, that he defeated Rey Mysterio and he left. It was bad. And for a legend like Rey Mysterio to lose to Samoa Joe that quickly, oh man. I think what I was thinking is that Ray Mysterio had suffered an ankle injury the week before or something like that that he wanted to end the match quickly and wanted to give Samoa Joe a big rub. That's the only way I could think of. You know what I mean? But other than that, the match sucked. It was horrible. It should never have went that way at all. But and then anyways moving on we get here. Roman Reigns defeated Drew McIntyre. It was Roman Reigns like Coming back from his leukemia battle and he ended up getting that big WrestleMania moment for himself. Um uh, I like Roman and I don't, you know what I mean? He kinda reminds me uh, excuse me. He kinda reminds me of um with his moveset, like John Cena's moveset. You know what I mean? He has his ways with the fans and stuff like that, cheering and booing. But to see a person like Roman Reigns come back from this battle, yeah, it's good that he got that WrestleMania moment. You know what I mean? But I really wanted more that Drew McIntyre defeat Roman Reigns. And see, ready was ready defeating Seth Rollins, um, Dean Ambrose. You know what I mean? Dean Ambrose is up was on his own way out, anyways. But the thing is that. I thought that would have gave him more of a um, bigger push. You know what I mean? Because from right there, would have been good that he ended up like getting that push to be on top after defeating Roman Reigns. But that didn't happen. But the match was okay. wasn't the best, but it was okay. But anyways, moving on. no holds barred match. Triple H defeated Batista. Smash sucked. I was not a fan of it. This match right here, I think it was Batista's last hoorah in wrestling. I I was just upset. I knew that Triple H was going to win. And I would have let Batista win. Triple H and his um, in-ring career. Because he's more focused on backstage stuff. Like working on his NXT um, baby over there. And stuff like that as well. You know what I mean? So, to see that go that way it went. You know, I don't get it. I don't get it, but eventually, Triple H defeated him, and that was it. Now we get on to Angle's farewell match. Baron Corbin defeated Kurt Angle. I really didn't care about this match. This match never had happened. All right? Kurt Angle likes um, Baron Corbin. You know what I mean? And what is this? What are they going to do with Baron Corbin now? He defeated a legend like Kurt Angle, Hall of Famer. And um, are they going to give Baron Corbin finally his big run? You know what I mean? A championship run, at least, or something? I don't know. Because he defeated Kurt Angle, he should at least get some type of reward. You know what I mean? And to see Kurt Angle get defeated by Baron Corbin? You know what I mean? I look at it this way. This match sucked. It really did. It shouldn't have happened, you know? Why the hell did he not put Kurt Angle versus John Cena? You know what I mean? That would have been a better match. Way better match. But nope, it had to happen this way. Whatever. Baron Corbin defeated Kurt Angle. Let's move on. The Demon Finn Balor. Alright? Defeated Bobby Lashley. The demon has not been defeated. That's um Finn Balor's alter ego. You know what I mean. He usually uses that ego um during like big, like big events like he did at NXT Takeovers and um, WWE only wants him to use that ego as like his um big thing like when summertime comes he'll do it at SummerSlam. Maybe like I thought he was gonna do it at Royal Rumble, but nope, he did it at WrestleMania. And, um, the Demon defeated Finn Bal- I mean, sorry. Demon Finn defeated Bobby Lashley. New IC Top Match sucked. I wasn't a fan of it, you know, because I'm still upset that I don't get to see that match between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. The match that I thought that was going to happen when Bobby Lashley came to WWE, you know what I mean? And for the mouthpiece that he has, that's Lilo Rush. Don't get me wrong. Lilo Rush is a great wrestler. But to be Bobby Lashley's manager is not a good fit for him. I have said this before. How about you put MVP, bring back MVP, and put MVP as Bobby Lashley's manager? You know? How about do that? How about you do that? But no, they haven't done it yet. You know what I mean? But they put Leo Rush in there. Leo Rush is a good mouthpiece, but not as good as MVP. You know what I mean? Bobby Lashley is a good heel. You know? But. You cannot put Bobby Lashley in matches like this. Bobby Lashley needs to be in matches that are bigger for his um, caliber. So, put him in matches with, like, let's say, more bigger people. He's like the like Braun Strowman, you know, as well as now the new Universal Championship guy. Fucking Seth Rollins. Use him. Use my language, but do that. Do that. Do that. Use him with Seth Rollins, you know, in battles like that. He needs to be on top. I don't want to see mid-card Bobby Lashley. I want to see main event Bobby Lashley. How about him going against freaking Drew McIntyre? You know, stuff like that. But no, they put him against this guy. You know what I mean? Of course, the Ascent Finn Balor is going to defeat Bobby Lashley. You know what I mean? Nobody has defeated the Demon before. You know, the Demon has been... I don't think the Demon has been undefeated. But anyways, even if he did or he isn't, it is what it is. I don't care for it anymore. You know what I mean? But anyways, let me move on. That match sucked. That's how badly I'm mad about that match. Winner take all. Raw and SmackDown Women's Championship. We have two champions going in the match. One is not champion. That is Ronda Rousey that is the Raw Women's Champion. We get the SmackDown Champion that defeated... Uh Oscar the week before that is Charlotte Flair going against Bailey. And I'm sorry. I always get Bailey and Becky all too, always mixed up. Becky Lynch. Finally, Becky Lynch the man herself defeated both women, but then eventually there was controversy behind the scenes that there was a botched pin. Referee got fined for this, I heard too. Uh, the the victory hadn't Pretty much, it was like a crucifix pin that, something like that that Becky put um Ronda in, and guess what happens? She loses the match. She loses the match. Ronda Rousey finally loses. You know what I mean? After all this time, kind of like a three sixty when it happened to Oscar herself that she actually was a um, what you call it? Asuka was pretty much the champion last year. She got defeated by Charlotte Flair. She was undefeated all last year. Now, Ronda Rousey was undefeated till this year. And then she loses at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? But I was happy. Because now her and Brock Lesnar can get the fuck out. Excuse my language, people. But that's how I feel. You know what I mean? Ronda Rousey was always only there for just a big name and big chunk of change. You know? She ain't doing nothing. You know, where is she at now? She ain't doing nothing. You know? So, Becky Lynch, the man, is now Raw Women's and SmackDown champion. Let's see how this is going to affect the shakeup, people, because we need a champion for both shows. You know what I mean? Will she drop a title or will she be defeated? Will she defend both titles on both shows? We do not know. We have to wait to the Superstar shakeup to see how that happens. All right? Also, let me get to the Raw and SmackDown afterwards. Let me talk about that real quick. Um, And then I'll talk about the ROH show as well too. There's a lot to talk about, people. There's a lot to talk about. Just bear with me. Um, Right now, I'm just going to run through real quick with this. The Raw after WrestleMania. Every single year, it always gets exciting, 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 exciting. But no, not this year. It sucked. It sucked. I'm just going to talk about main parts of this. Same thing with SmackDown as well. Um, Pretty much, we opened the show. Seth Rollins is uh, talking. Finally, has his WrestleMania moment that he's talking about. Brock Lesnar is no longer there. Then you hear the music from The New Day. Kobe Kingston comes out and challenges Seth Rollins after saying that Becky Lynch won both titles. That you know what? How about that they do the same tonight? Winner takes all. You know, the match is gonna happen. I'll take i get to that in a minute. Then you see Um Dean Ambrose last match, you know, gets defeated by again Drew McIntyre. They're not the way that he wanted to go out, but anyways. I'll talk about that in a bit. Then we're going to see Becky Lynch come out, talk to the crowd. And then Lacey Evans finally does something special, you know? I can't stand this chick, all right? She comes out every freaking week, says hi to the crowd, and walks away. Like, seriously, she had a better match and freaking the Mae Young Classic than she did doing this nonsense. I can't stand this chick. Where do you get these wrestlers, guys? Where do you get these wrestlers? This girl sucked. She goes out every single week, and she just waves her hand. Hi, hi. And then all of a sudden, this week, she just um, finally does something special. She punches Becky Lynch. All right, now we see it. Now we see something here. Is this going to affect the uh, superstar shakeup that's coming up? I don't know. I don't know. But the thing is that gets me upset is that she finds this sign. Now she's like, oh, she punched Becky Lynch. Now I see is that after that punch, will she get a title run? You know what? To me, this chick don't deserve a title run because she hasn't done nothing. She has not wrestled a match. I don't even think she even wrestled a live event show yet. At all. And for her to do this? And then all of a sudden give her something to do? I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry I'm upset because you know what? There's other wrestlers in WWE before Lacey Evans that should get a run for their money for against Becky Lynch. All right? We've already seen Charlotte Flair versus Becky. We've already seen Ronda Rousey versus Becky. I don't think they're gonna, she's going to come back and get a rematch at all. Put somebody else. I don't want to see Lacey Evans. You know what I mean? Maybe like a better wrestler that's in NXT. Like let's say right now, Shayna Blazer. You know what I mean. One of the original four horsemen from the UFC, friends with Ronda Rousey, come out on top of the main, like on top of NXT, and goes to the main roster and goes against Oscar. Now that will be a great match. You know what I mean? I mean, sorry. Not Oscar. I apologize. Becky Lynch. That would be great. I want you like to see that happen. But I'm put Lacey Evans in there. All right? Now, I'm going to go straight to the main event on this one. The main event happens, folks. Winner takes off. Kings and Raiders Seth I thought that these two were doing a great job in the ring. You know what I mean? Two good, great guys. Great styles and stuff like that. I thought they were going to, you know, turn the house down. So, when it comes down to it, all of a sudden, they get interrupted by the bar. Man, this thing sucked bad. All of a sudden, it's a tag team match. Then, next thing you know, Seth Rollins and Kofi Kingston win. And then from right there... End of show. Now, show ends. In exclusive WWE.com, uh, Seth addresses the crowd and he says that this is Dean Ambrose' last night with WWE, and that the way he went out during the night because he got defeated by Drew McIntyre is not the way that he wanted to go out. So he calls out Roman Reigns, and then Dean Ambrose comes out. They have like their shield you know, moment and next thing you know, they all go in their merry ways. And I'm not upset for Dean for leaving WWE. He has done everything in WWE. So there's nothing else for him to do in WWE. You know what I mean? Like he it's like this. A lot of wrestlers stick around after doing a lot in WWE. You know? And they stay. But the Ambrose, he did everything he could in WWE. And he's like, well, damn, I did everything here. What else should I do? And I don't blame the guy. I already have mentioned this before. I would like to see Dean Ambrose go to All Elite Wrestling. You know what I mean? And I hope he does. I hope he does. And I think he's going to make the switch and go to AEW. And he's going to go there, folks. He really is. So I really hope he does go over there. All right. So, Dean Ambrose, thank you for everything that you have done in WWE, and I hope, and I wish you the best, and I hope you go to AEW, homie. I really hope so, because I really would like you to see going against the likes of Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, because you and Chris Jericho have made, I think you and Chris Jericho have wrestled before mm-hmm. WWE, you know what I mean, as well as, um. let me see, who else, I don't know. I don't know, but there's gonna be other big names in AEW that you could actually do. And or maybe take a tour in Japan. I don't know. I don't know what you want to do with your wrestling career. You know what I mean? You did it, you did one movie with WWE, you know. Maybe go open up the doors in Hollywood. I don't know. But whatever you do, you got my blessing, homie. You know, keep up the good work and thank you for everything you have done in WWE, Dean. Alright, now we're gonna go to SmackDown. I'm everywhere, folks. It's wrestling. I love this stuff. I love this stuff. All right. Now we're going to SmackDown. All right. SmackDown opens up. Celebration time. New Day celebrate with Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston is there with his family as well. Says thank you to his family. You know. 11 years. He finally got the title that he wanted. You know what I mean? He deserves. Okay. They get interrupted by the bar. You know. And then the bar says, hey, you got, and New Day says, you got two, where's your third? Drew McIntyre comes out, and then on the night there's a tag team match. The bar with Drew McIntyre versus the New Day. All right? I'm going to tell you something right now. This stuff happened so fast that they really didn't care between the Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania shows. Because it's happening so fast that they were more focusing on the shakeup that's coming up. So to see it the way that they ended. I'm actually surprised and happy it ended that way. But hey, what can we do? You know what I mean? I think, yeah, The New Day defeated The Bar and Drew McIntyre. But now let's see what happens afterwards, because seriously Smackdown to me this, that this week wasn't that good either. You know what I mean? I was like, that's how bad I thought it was. I thought it was a big, bad fart. So I didn't care for it as much as I didn't care for raw. You know what I mean? And that was it. Now we got, now we're Mm -hmm. focusing on the superstar shakeup. Let's see how this goes. All right. Let's see, I'm more excited to see, like, refresh matches and stuff like that as well. You know? Oh, there was one big moment that happened on SmackDown, though. There is new SmackDown champions. That is the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys defeated the Usos. So, that match was pretty good until Lars Sullivan came out and um, laid out the Hardy Boys. He laid out Kurt Angle the night before as well, too. He finally made his main roster debut. So let's see how they're going to use Lars Sullivan and what show he's going to finally be in after this shakeup. I really don't care about this guy anymore. How about you just have him go against Braun Strowman? But anyway, speaking of Braun Strowman as well, um, Braun Strowman did attack Samoa Joe. And it's just like, I looked at it this way. It was this bad. <laughs> I didn't care for it at all. You know what I mean? So, anyways. <laughs> other than that. Now, let me move into the G1 Classic and ROH show. It was horrible. When I say horrible, it could have been better. You know what I mean? It was a Madison Square Garden. One big moment erupted was that Enzo Amore and Big Cass showed up. You know what I mean? I don't know what know why they were there, but they were there, and um, pretty much ruined a lot of things that they were saying. And I wasn't really I was so upset that the way it ended. It could have been a better show, especially that it was in Madison Square Garden. But what can I say? So now moving forward, the only thing I'm really fo- more focused on is Double or Nothing, because. Right now, all I see is that the way that the ROH and New Japan shows have been turning out to be. The main focus right now is AEW. And AEW right now is going to probably scoop talents from both shows and bring them to their show. You know what I mean? Because right now, AEW is on top of the independent wrestling scene. And all those other shows... Pretty much are going towards that way, you know, so let's see what happens. Let's see what's going on because the supercar show could have been better. But hey, it was not. You know, what I mean that right there was a luck luster. Like I was so upset. It could have been so much better. But hey, you live and you learn. And at the same time, too, I might be biased when I say it could have been better. Some people might disagree and agree with me, but I thought it could have been better. Especially since it was a Madison Square Garden. But now, moving on to the NXT takeover. Um It was okay. It wasn't great. You know, I just want to talk more about two matches that I like really liked the most. It was Valentine Dream going against um Matt Riddle. I thought Matt Riddle and Valentin Dream did a great job. They tore the house down in that match. You know what I mean? Um, North American Championship belt. I think that's what it's called. Um, they were actually... You know, Valentin Dream came in there as champion. He was defending it. And then, next thing you know... Matt Riddle... Lost. Matt Riddle, at the time, has been undefeated, people. You know what I mean? The bro himself. But other than that... Look what happens. All of a sudden, he loses. But hey, what can we do? You know what I mean? You can't always win all of them. So, that being said, he ended up losing to Valentine Dream. And did Valentin Dream still champion? All right. Now, let me go to the other match. The other match that I was more intrigued was the main event. It was Johnny Gargano against, um, what's his name? Adam Cole. So, Johnny Gargano finally gets his big, big win. You know what I mean? He defeated Adam Cole because Tommaso Ciampa has been injured. You know, it was supposed to be Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano. You know, but that didn't didn't happen because Tommaso Ciampa ended up having neck surgery done. So, to see Johnny Gargano win the big one, I don't know what's going to happen now since he has that title. You know, if he's going to stay in NXT for a long run or he's going to go to the main roster. You know what I mean? Now, I already talked about this. Now, since WWE shakeup is coming up, which wrestlers from NXT are coming up? You know what I mean? Are they going to actually have guys like Valentin Dream come up? Are they going to have guys like Johnny Gargano come up? The Undisputed come up? Shayna Blazer, you know? Stuff like, um, people like that, because seriously, and if they are, are they going to still be defending the titles in NXT and then doing double duty in the main roster? You know, because Johnny Gargano has been up already. Alex are black and Ricochet are up now, but we do not know what main show they're going to be staying in after this shakeup. You know what I mean? So I would like to see how this shakeup is going to turn out, folks, because seriously, it looks like it's going to be a good one. Other than that, who knows? Let's see what happens. Anyways, the shakeup is coming up, folks. This is going to be crazy. There's going to be a lot more to discuss about when the shakeup comes. So you'll get my insights on that. But anyways, it's your boy DJ Miggy here. I gave you my rant on the wrestling world once again. All right? Support me. And the rest of the um of those other wrestling podcasts as well. Again, shout out to my boy Sunny Spoons420 and G Her- G Herbs Corporation for their um smoking essentials as well. And also listen to us on, during the Anything and Everything podcast. And again, if you not have heard Sunny Spoons420 new podcast, um The Black Man Who hit the Hornets Nest, I recommend that you do. It's your boy DJ Miggy here. And you know what? I'm out of here, folks. Take care of yourself. Peace.